American Heathen Productions proudly presents the Southern Heathens Podcast. Hey there, fellow heathens, and welcome back to the podcast, motherfuckers. I'm Revnar Tiersen, and joining me, as, as, uh, as always, I'm, you know, we're just going to keep going. Bubba <laughs> Borkin. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? How are y'all fucking doing? You know, I caught myself uh, talking a little bit Southern-like the last couple of days, especially going down to Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what were you doing in Birmingham? I went to the zoo uh, with a few few friends, and uh, then I went to a place called Ruffner's Mountain, which I will post pictures, by the way, for you guys to see um, on the page as soon as I can. And of course, if anyone wants to know how he treats me, I wasn't invited, so... Okay, yeah, you were invited. You were just at work. <laughs> I was working, yeah. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, guys, we got, we got some stuff, I think some pretty interesting stuff, and we're going to... Uh, go through these topics and um, some of them, uh, we're not going to go about them right now, but some of them, we asked you guys questions on uh, the page to give us subjects that you want to hear on the podcast. And we chose some that we felt we could explain and talk more about. And then next week, we'll you know probably try to do the same thing. Yes. Yeah. And you know, any listeners, if you, if you don't have access to what we're talking about, you can gain access by getting on our Facebook group. It's the Southern Heathens, if that's what it's called. That's the Facebook group. And uh, you can have access to, you know, we just got on there. We said, hey, we're going to have the, we're going to have our people in the group choose a couple of the topics on the show. And you know, some of the topics, too, I mean, they tend to conceal that information in books. <laughs> It'll be our little secret. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely a book full of, like, cosplay and stuff like that. <laughs> it, with, for context, uh, this morning uh, I posted a... A meme saying the future is pagan. You know, it, it's not a meme, but it was a yeah. He, he shared it from my page, and I had Mjolnir on there, and had even signs for uh, Hinduism and Roman paganism. Right, uh, Roman, Greek, uh, Celtic, all that. Slavic. And and somebody I've known for a long time got on there and says, um, uh, these symbols aren't even pagan. And I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, pal. I've I've been a pagan all of my life. I don't need you pagan explaining me. And, uh, Pagan explaining. Yeah, a that's a new one, right? But yeah, I did, I, and, and of course, we had members of the assembly jump in. Yeah, you know, and they're like, "Hey, hold your fucking horses, there, lad." <laughs> you know, but uh, basically, he he misinterpreted the the definition completely. Of, completely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely. And then, and then he finally said, "You know what? It's all just mythology. It's not real. You're just cosplaying like me because he cosplays, and uh, which cosplaying's fine." It's fine if that's what you'd like to do. I think it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, don't fucking insult me by calling my religion cosplay. Uh, exactly. You know, you can't even see your fucking toes. So, <laughs> but anyway. On to uh, a few subjects. Um, came up with these, and we thought, well, it would be very fitting. Uh, just because we see it, you know. Uh, not We not just see it on uh, social media, but I've even seen it personally, in like in person. Uh, that people have literally, like, essentially, uh, they get this mixed up. Signs from the divine, from the gods, uh, or land spirits, per se. And 
they mix that up with uh, not being self accountable. Yeah, with they're basically they're, they they blame yeah they, they blame uh, messages or something from the gods or they completely fabricate messages from the gods to explain their own shitty behavior. Yep, exactly, and that's another better way of putting it. People blaming the gods for their own actions. You know, like oh, you know, Loki is a god of mischief, so. Uh, Loki, Loki's acting in my life, so I'm doing all this really crazy stuff. I'm like, no, bitch, you just can't keep yourself under control. Yeah. First of all, go, uh, Loki, you know, it's it's kind of interpreted he's a god of mischief, you know, and trickery and stuff. But Loki's a god of change. Yeah, he's, that's a, he's a chaotic god of change. You know, mm-hmm. he come when he when he's your deity when he when he's your patron. Uh, expect him to challenge you to change yourself mm-hmm. to be different. To you know, not not be held to a certain standard that other people are held to, and that's why you see a lot of people that choose Loki as their patron. Uh, their life is utter fucking shit because they're getting all these signs to change. There's these signs to be a different person, and they're fighting it. Yeah, and you they know? just refuse to believe that they have to change. And it's like, I mean, really, we all have to change in ways to evolve, to ascend. You know, in, in our spiritual paths. Um, and, but people who choose not to, they're just going to end up in the same hole that they dug themselves in. Right, and you know we can even throw astrology into the, into this because you know you know these these basic bitches these days and all about <laughs> fucking uh, Jupiter being in Gatorade or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just because a planet is in retrograde or whatever, and I'm throwing up quotes here because. Uh, you know, prove it. But anyway, <laughs> just because a planet is like rotating differently or on a different axis, that has nothing to do with the way you act. It doesn't affect your energy, your aura. It doesn't do any of that shit. The only celestial body that I can I can even attempt to grasp that might affect you at all is the moon. Yeah. You know, we're all made of water, right? The yeah. moon controls the tides of the planet. Yeah, who it'll it'll pull on you too. It, I I completely I will I will bow down to that one. I will give you that one. But uh, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, fuck off with that. Whole yeah, thing. I've, I've actually you seen know? a what was it a meme of <laughs> these astrology chicks who were saying, oh Je- Jeffrey Dahmer, oh he, he totally did that to all these people. Yeah, he was probably a Pisces. What the fuck? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And it, I know it's just a meme, but it, it, it obviously it's exaggerated. But I mean. There are probably people out there that believe yeah, serial like, killers are. Like, they see these charts. Uh, some serial killers are certain, you know, uh, signs and stuff. And right. Like, oh man, you're. <laughs> if you're that, you you might be one. And it's like no. There's right, so, so much if, more to that. I'm technically like a cancer or whatever, right? So I'm if you, if if, <laughs> if you read if you read like the type of people cancers are, they're like overly emotional, at- overly attached, just you know you know like. A hopeless romantic and stuff. Yeah. Is that me? Nah. <laughs> they also say for Aries, because I'm considered an Aries on the cusp. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know that. But uh, anyways, they say I'm a basically a hothead. Right. With a short temper. And I think you can vouch I probably have the complete opposite of that. Right. Well, you know, anyone can read something and it can kind of match their lifestyle. You know that old saying, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, you know. So I mean, of course, it's gonna hit sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's bound to statistically, but it doesn't. And I know there's a lot of people listening right now that that are just gonna be up in arms about astrology, 
But I guarantee you, as a lifelong practitioner of divination, it is complete and utter fucking horseshit. <laughs> Completely. Okay? Move on. This, Not only this, but all these people, you know, it, it's considered witchcraft. And you have all these, you know, Christian bitches. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Stop. You don't know what you're doing. Okay? Stop, yeah. please. You're embarrassing yeah, yourself. To, to the so-called heathens that blame the gods for everything, like we did go off on a tangent there. We did about that, but um, for every for so-called heathens or other pagans that blame everything on the gods, um, stop because and I mean you can do whatever you want, but that's just my advice to stop because it's not the only thing you could possibly blame on them. You could say is something that's out of your control, like a natural disaster, a tsunami or something like that. Okay, yeah, go curse them. I don't know who yeah. did it, whatever, but you can, I guess that'd be the only realistic way to blame something is just because the natural forces are not in your control. But your right. life... Do, do I, yeah, do I think the gods have the power to stop something like that? Sure. Uh, do I think they care? No. No. They don't Why give a they? shit. Yeah, it's nature taking its course. Yeah, I mean, natural natural shit's gonna happen. And, you know, the the god the gods are present for you when they feel like being present for you. And I've seen posts where people are like, Odin's with me every day. No, the fuck he is not. Yeah. No, he isn't. That's not even how Odin is in the first place. If you knew anything about Odin, he doesn't do that shit. Mm. He's off gallivanting somewhere. Ask devotees, a uh, true devotees of Odin. Yeah, he's like no he's god. Definitely an absent. He's an absent dad most of the time. Yeah, stop, 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 conflating our religion with the Christian ideas. The gods not the gods aren't omnipresent. They're not all powerful. They're not all knowing. So you know when some, when tragedy strikes a family. Or something like that, you know, a, a kid gets really sick or somebody dies a tragic death. The, the gods weren't there for that, more than likely. And if they were, they probably were not inclined to intervene. Because what would that, what would that serve? Yeah. Because it, it's, just not, it's just not in their nature. And they don't pretend to be uh, all the kind, loving, you know. They have very real flaws. Yeah. You see a lot of humanity in the gods, and I think that's why you know the pagan religions are quite different in that aspect. Like they, the gods don't pretend to be the best motherfuckers out there. <laughs> they're just the gods, and of course they're you. You can't you can't stand toe to toe with them. That's for fucking sure. Mm -hmm. But they don't give two shits about you, and that's just the gist of it. Like they're not going to come cradle you when you're crying. They're not going to you know they don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm, and you know, this it's not. It's not completely that way. I mean, there are exceptions to the rule. Sometimes it will happen. You know, sometimes they will be there for you, but you can't expect that out of them. And they're definitely not going to be 100 percent all the time. So yeah, I mean, you just we can't. We just stop. Stop expecting all that out of the gods. Stop blaming all the gods for everything. Mm. You know, a lot of a lot of what happens in your life is due to your poor choices. You know, self accountability. You got to be accountable for your own decisions and your own choices in life. The the more that we actually accept that, the easier it is for us to you know for us to change ourselves, to make ourselves better, build ourselves up as as more honorable people. I went, I, I I know I went off there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's all good though. You're, yeah. just, you're just looking at me like what? Yeah, wow. Anyways, guys, whole point: stop blaming the gods for. Um, shit that happens, especially little things in your life, you know. So, d just word of advice. Um, so, on to the next topic. We figured we haven't really done a whole lot 
on this subject, uh, but I feel like it needs to be uh, present a lot more. Um, but talking about gods of the underworld, common one we all know, Hades. Yeah, Hades from, from yeah. Gre- from uh, Greek paganism, and then for us, it's uh, Hell, goddess of Helheim. Yeah, yeah, Hell. So, and uh, well, of course, you, you know, in, even in Egyptian, you have like uh, uh, Anubis, which he's he's more like a, I think he's more like a ferryman than he is. I know he's not the ferryman, but he kind of, you know, kind of. I mean, the way that some of the he old helps guide souls, yeah. and depending on where they're going. So, uh, but yeah, basically, we're talking about like death gods and you know gods associated with ruling the afterlife mm-hmm. and uh you know the afterlife in even in uh greek or roman or our our pantheons the afterlife is like every afterlife they're over it all like not just punishing people they're over the paradise as well you know that's that's mm-hmm. their domain is the afterlife yeah and of course you know um hell and it's not hella yeah, it's not the Marvel movie. Yeah, uh, it's not the Marvel movie. Definitely not uh, Loki's sister or Thor's sister. Yeah. It's actually a child of Loki. She's uh, what you'd call Roker. Yep, and that means, if you guys didn't know, that means a child of Loki. That would be also Jormungandr and Fenrir as well. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, Randall asked that question, and I, I answered it. Yeah, shout out to Randall again for uh, asking all the questions always, and being the most active. Always shout out to Randall uh, on these fucking shows, because that that guy, he keeps our page healthy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I actually, my matron is hell. And I had a... I had a battle between Hell and Freya in my head. You know, they weren't actually fighting because they don't give a shit. Yeah, like you but, said, guys, it was a metaphorical one in his head. Yeah, just so you guys know. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, it was. It was difficult for me to choose which goddess spoke to me more. But but Hell kept giving me signs, things that I needed to do and to accept, and all this led up to a lot of tragedy. And I might get a little emotional. Right, do what you but, gotta you know, do, man. Uh, so, a lot of death happened in my family recently. You were there for all of it, of course. Uh, I lost my grandmother, and then a couple of months later, I lost my dad, and then a week and then one day later, I lost my stepdad. Uh, all tragically, like my my grandmother ended up; she was suffering pretty bad at the end, uh, and of course, so was dad. Uh, Jerry was kind of a sudden, quick thing, like that. We knew he was sick, but we didn't realize it would be that fast. Uh, but So she, she came into my life in a time where she knew that I was about to deal with a lot of death. And uh, she helped me through that. So I think, uh, I think that's, that's why, in the end, like the metaphorical battle between Hell and Freya, Hell did win. You know, I, I hold a lot of respect for Freya. She and I, we have you know, a love-hate relationship. But I have a lot of respect for her. At the end of the day, uh, the goddess of the underworld, the de- the goddess of death, uh, really, that's that that's her domain. You know, she she was there to comfort me through all this, all this tragedy, all this death that I had to deal with. And I think I think I kind of took it on the chin a lot better than most people did. Uh, I have my hard times still. You know, like I just sold my car, and that was kind of like the last gift my dad gave me. And I couldn't fix it, so I had to sell it. And I, you know, I, I, I sat in my room on my bed and I cried like a toddler. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was pretty rough. But yeah, I have my I have my moments. Uh, it's never going to be. It's a wound that's not going to heal. 
especially you know my father uh my stepfather it's one thing but my my daddy you know was gone yeah so you know from all the stories he told me about him and even uh being present with him yeah you know hanging around him you know i, I could easily see he was he was a great man and would get he literally give you i've said this in other podcasts but i'll reiterate it because it's it's 100 percent true he would quite literally give you the shirt off his back yeah did you see the mug shot i sent you I sent you a mugshot of him I found online. He had a mullet like a motherfucker. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's that's kind of my, uh, for the lack of a better term, my testimony. Your personal testimony. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's also why it helps you take it a lot better than some because you had a, a, a spiritual religious um, understanding beforehand and during and now after. Yeah. Whereas a, some people... Yeah, I, ha- I don't I have, really have either. I have a deep respect and spiritual understanding of death and the process of death, and it, it that might sound morbid to some people. There was an incident. I don't know if I remember telling you, and I think you you may remember, but it was pouring down rain. Oh, on the highway. Yeah, on the highway. Yeah. Uh, guy had an accident, and I tried to resuscitate him before the ambulance got there, and he he passed away on the highway, and uh, stuff like that. So I mean. I've I've ran into situations more than once where stuff like that would happen, mm-hmm. and it's just I guess it's just something that I'm built to deal with. It's not it's not always easy. It's never going to be easy, but I'm there for it. So might as well take it on the chin, like I said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 kind of my thing there. So I'm glad I got to hear that. I'm glad the listeners, you guys got to hear that a little bit more personal. Yeah. Have you have you had any experience with any of the underworld? gods hell but only only a little bit but also too it was it was to give me a better understanding of death now i don't really think that there was any deaths at the time really um but just coming to me and visions and how uh, long ago was that a few years ago okay so yeah it's it's been a little while but i do remember and i even have well, I, I did have we because we had to rearrange everything. I had an altar dedicated to all the to the Roker, to Jotnar and whatnot, and she was among it too with the right. with the skull. We're gonna move on to the uh, the fan picked uh, topics. Yeah. This one comes from Lindsay, which happens to be your mama, my mother. Shout out to my mom. Lin- Love you, Lindsay. Shout out and happy birthday to Tom. Yep, shout out to Tom. Hey, Tom! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so she, she wanted to know more about uh, Norse witches. Uh, she, she's really connected with witchcraft. Her, uh, her matron is Hecate, mm-hmm. uh, which of course is a Greek goddess. Greek goddess slash uh, titan. Yeah, uh, of like witches, magic, stuff like that. And so, the goddess of the underworld as well. Yeah, there we are. See uh, how this is all tying together. But uh, so yeah, the the wit- witches in uh, Norse tradition are called Volva, and they're they're very powerful and respected. Even even Odin would in the in the the saga of Voluspa, in the poetic Edda, yeah, in the poetic Edda, uh, he he went to a Cirrus, which is a, a Volva, in the underworld. See how this all this is tied mm-hmm. in the underworld, uh, and. Uh, Sought information about the end times, Ragnarok, and uh, stuff like that. So, the the type of magic that they would practice, and this this might set some people off, but it's a shamanic type of magic. It's called Sather. 
And, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, it was mainly practiced by uh, women. Yeah. Odin practiced it, but he's a god, so, you know, fuck off. But, uh, you know, it was mainly a, a woman's thing. Of course, I practice witchcraft on the regular. So, I mean, I don't care. If, <laughs> I don't care who it's for. I'm going to do it. Uh, these days, it's not really seen as a feminine thing. So, But back in the day, it was seen as a feminine thing. So, yeah, the vulva, uh, spirit walking, obviously seers, so they, they would interpret... Uh, signs and and tell you what your possible future was, you know, like from from the norms and stuff yeah. like that. It was kind of their job, you know, to do stuff like that. And, uh, healers with uh, herbal magic and stuff, uh, you, medicine stuff like that, kind of witch doctors. Yeah. So it's all it's all a very shamanic thing, and I know it's not called shamanic in our culture, but it's the same thing. And you you know you can't gatekeep that kind of. Uh, that kind of magic. It's just, it's just, yeah. it, it spans across many cultures. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the that's that's the vulva, the the Norse Norse witch or Nordic witch. And also to remind you guys, though, one thing I do know about vulvas, uh, kind of the same thing. Uh, not, so I'm not saying they're the same thing as a gothi or a gidja, but a lot of times it is also one of those things where you it's it's said that you have to be recognized as one that right. you have the gift you can't to do just, that you can't you just call yourself yeah you can't one. just give an offering one day to a goddess and call yourself a vova yeah it's the same thing with a gothi or gizia you can't just uh initiate one ceremony and call your call yourself that you it's your uh your clan your tribe mm-hmm. basically elects you as that sorry i'm burping guys it's because he, he's drink, he drinking a tall boy. I, and, I, and I had a, t- a tall boy at the restaurant. Had a lot of Mexican food today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we ate it. We ate at Cinco's, and then we turned around and ate it. I only ate ice cream there because I've already, I ate a lot more than you did this morning. Uh, but yeah, we went to Cinco's, which is an authentic kind of taco shop, and then we turned around and went to Mutoro, which is more like a Tex-Mex. Yeah, but nonetheless, it's Mexican food. So sorry for the burping, guys. Yeah, he's not sorry. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, you can't just call yourself a gothi. You can't or, just call yourself a vulva. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I under no circumstances I realize we have a we have a large following and people look forward to my content, like my my articles and stuff like that. I I, I under no circumstance consider myself like a gothi or vulva or a vulva or anything. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know. Um, uh, but also too, like um, the the thing is, like I've known uh, a seer one time in my life and she was a legitimate seer may she be with the gods and her ancestors she passed away but she did a couple of my tattoos actually about five four years maybe four years ago i can't really remember but uh shortly after that she passed but she and i didn't know her that well that that was the weird thing but she knew a hell of a lot about me no she wasn't some cia agent stalking me on social media and all that shit no she was that you know she was what you could say (laughs) literally a witch of the woods she lived literally on the top of a fucking mountain, right? Uh, out in Clatskanie, Oregon, right? And now, uh, now I'm not going to say that I don't know how to do some stuff. Like, I I have a rudimentary understanding. I, I I'm not even going to say rudimentary. Like, I've been doing this a long time. Like, I can I can do certain things. I'm not going to just yeah call myself something. If you, I would say, if you definitely want to start practicing witchcraft, just uh, you know, I wouldn't say don't don't go into it having the goal of just becoming a vulva. Just become better at practicing it. Right, you know, and just like just like anything else, and I, then everything else will come along with it if you keep putting forth the effort. Right, like I, 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 under no circumstance believe 
that you have to be a vulva to practice uh, witchcraft. Yeah. I mean, why that? That's just something you should know how to do. Yeah. Especially you know in the times that we live in, uh, go relearn uh, herbal witchcraft. Yeah. That's something we we all need to know how to how to find medicinal plants in in the wild and how to use them. If anyone keeps hearing this knocking, it's because he decided to put his tall boy right next to the microphone. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, on to the, the next topic, which I don't actually know a whole lot about. I guess I just haven't done my research. Enough. Just ordered a book about the subject, and but it's not here. But uh, So this, this one was picked by Wes Shannon, also in the group. Uh, shout out to you, Wes. Shout out Wes. He's, he's a good guy. Uh, but house spirits. So, I mean... Uh, what have you read up on them? I, I mean, I know I know about spirits that linger, you know, just in general. Yeah. You know, you have your your vetter, you know, spirit like the land vetter. Mm-hmm. They're out and about, but spirits that kind of stay close to a house or or a structure mm-hmm. tend to be more of a I would say a kind of a human style style of spirit. It, there, it has an attachment mm-hmm. to to an object or a house or a person in a house or something like that. It's I know we chose the subject because people wanted to learn about it, but uh, I know a lot more about land veterans than I do. Yeah, you know it. Well, we can also go over this again in another episode yeah, once yeah. we've kind of refreshed our minds it, more on it. And that I that book that book will come in soon, and I'll I'll read it, but. Uh, House spirits, you know. Uh, so, like, I can't I can't remember the name of these particular spirits, but they're almost like fae, and they just run around the house and they clean and shit for you. And, and uh, it's it's a German <laughs> folk shit, tale. We could, we could use that. Yeah, it's a German folk tale. Uh, but you have particular fae style uh, spirits that do shit like that. But you also have uh, human attachments, you know, like people that have passed away in your life, people that have passed away on on the property in the house, that can attach themselves to that particular their energies attached mm-hmm. to the house or something like that. Not necessarily a malevolent spirit, but then you do have malevolent spirits, yeah, uh, that are not necessarily human or fey or anything like that. You know, just a just a bad energy that you know just kind of kind of wants to do you some harm. You know, they, they don't really give a fuck about you. You know, just... And I've dealt with those before. Uh, so, you have... you. I mean, there there are many tools that you use in witchcraft. I know a lot of people, they have their thoughts about the Ouija board. But, you know, even though it is marketed to children as a game, you can use literally anything in magic. You can use anything as a tool. Mm-hmm. It all It's all about intent, right? Yeah. Uh, so... If you if you're intending on contacting the dead with a Ouija board, you can contact something that you shouldn't. And if you don't know how to handle yourself in that kind of situation, you can open up a can of worms that you can't fucking shut. So I've dealt with that many times, right? Where, yeah. I've, where I've had to go and shut that can of worms for people, and it takes a lot out of you. But I mean, it happens. That that's that's a lot of like attachment to the home, you know, where it happened. So that's kind of like a house spirit. Yeah, I mean, there's that. Yeah, and also too, you you might get that book sooner if they deliver it to the right address this time. <laughs> yeah, uh, so they they said the package was stolen, but it turns out when I went up the next day, I was waiting on three packages, and 
they were never in the mailbox. And so I had I reported it to the post office, and they said that it was delivered, and they had the GPS for the car, which, you know, G- GPS is good within, like, I guess, 50 to 75 feet. So they couldn't tell that the man put it in the neighbor's mailbox, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They actually sent them back out here to look in the mailboxes, and they weren't. there was nothing in the mailboxes because the neighbors had already taken it out. Uh, so, I mean, sh- should the neighbors have looked at the address and then put it in our mailbox? Yeah. It was kind of shitty on their part, right? But when I went up there the next day, I was I, I looked in the mailboxes again, and, and the neighbor's like, hey, are you looking for some packages? I'm like, yeah. Oh, they're in our mailbox. They delivered it to us instead. I'm like, oh, well, thank you. you know. And I grabbed them and brought them down. So that was the post office's fault. They weren't stolen. So Yeah, and then didn't you ask them not to deliver mail here, and we'd go pick it up? But then we just I just got my package today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ordered the Holy Vedas, uh, the... Basically, the earliest stories of Hinduism and the old, the old faith from which a lot of our faiths come from, the Indo-European, um, also known as Vedic. But, anyways, um, we have our last thing, it's, which we're gonna do our Havamal reading. Yes, yeah, the Havamal reading. Of course, we have Jackson Crawford's uh, translation of the Havamal. It's the one I recommend the most. Get over yourselves. Uh, for those of you that don't like Jackson Crawford for some weird reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go to school and you get a PhD in this shit, and then you can complain. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so uh, stanza thirty-one. It's random. I randomly pick it. I just flip through the pages and I put my finger on one, and there it goes. So stanza thirty-one: A man may seem wise if he pokes fun at another, and disdains a fellow guest. But the man who talks behind another man's back knows little, even if he laughs with men. So, your thoughts first. I mean, I, I see that as, you know, be upfront, honest, honorable mm-hmm. with people. Tell, them what you, tell people what you think to their face. You know, be truthful. Don't be slippery and, you know, dishonest and talk behind people's backs and, and start rumors and, and stuff like that, causing unnecessary chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, chaos reigns, and you know, all the time, chaos is chaos, but only when necessary, right? Like, yeah. There's a balance, and you shouldn't be going out disturbing that balance between chaos and and peace. You know. Yeah. So I mean, basically, being an honorable man. Don't yeah. I, I would also go as far to say too is obviously we both agree. Don't you know talk behind people's backs. I think that's a given. Um, but also, uh, when it specifically mentions poking fun at someone. It may be considered wise uh, to a guest when he's doing that. Well, I'm not saying you probably should poke fun at someone unless you're cool with them, right. obviously. But at least, even if they don't like each other, he's saying it to his face. Right. You know, like, that's uh, al- always 100% better than saying it behind someone's back. Because, I mean, think about it. Even if you, let's say you guys are super good friends... And you guys call each other the worst of names, but it's all a joke. Right. But imagine you say that to someone, you say that about someone behind their back, and then uh, it comes back to him as something else, a, a rumors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I could I could say something to you. Oh, you remember that, remember when we were both laughing when I was trying to get you to do uphill sprints and you just ate shit the first time, you know? And I was, well, I was, I was giving you shit for it, you know, but to your face. Yeah. Imagine if I said that to someone um, behind your back without saying anything to you to your face, and all of a sudden it comes back and someone calls you, like, uh, they, they, told, they said to you, like, oh, oh, he's calling you a 
a fat, unathletic piece of shit or something like right. that, you know? Yeah. Like, but no, it was like, oh, when he fucking ate shit, I mean, of course I want to make sure he was all right because he stood on the ground for like almost a minute. I was like, I, oh, I, lay, I laid there with my face in the, in the gravel and I just laid there contemplating life. <laughs> but no, I poked fun at him. I was like, "Damn, you dude. good?" Yeah, because yeah, I, I went down hard. Yeah, Look, he took one in, step. In context, okay, I did. I did the first sprint fine. Well, I mean, it wasn't fine, but I did it. No, yeah, you, you did the first sprint, and then, and then I came back. But I had I had also just got done doing a bunch of squats too, mm-hmm. and my legs were kind of jelly, and they just they didn't want to cooperate. So I when I took off, the very first thing that happened, <laughs> uh, my legs just went buckled and they just went out from under me and i literally faced face first face planted into the gravel driveway and i laid there like you said for a good minute and i was just like is it even worth it should i even keep breathing (laughs) (laughs) and i said it to his face dude you ate shit you didn't you barely got any steps in (laughs) and you just fucking slid but then i got up and i finished so yeah i also i think i said something too of like it looked like you were trying to run on ice yeah. When you slipped, yeah. even though it's his gravel, it's not thick gravel, but it's something that you probably shouldn't slip on. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that was my magic powers coming through, and I was trying to run on air. <laughs> it just didn't work very well. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I would say though too, yeah, especially if you have friends, you guys are gonna talk your shit to each other, do it to their face, right? Usually too, with males at least, I can say it's kind of it's better if you do that, not to do it all the time, but like. Uh, whether you're joking around or if you're being serious and you need to say something, say it to their fucking face, even if they don't like it. Right. Because most of the time, you know, there's that actually is a you can earn a lot of respect from that. How often do I do I say shit to you and that could that could actually upset you? You know, like I'd be like, no offense, but this is what it is, and yeah. you know, you never take offense to it. But of course, it's me and you. Yeah. And you know that I'm coming from a place. Where I really mean well, like I'm not yeah. trying to hurt your feelings. I'm not trying to upset you about anybody or anything. Yeah. I, I'm just genuinely trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do that to each other all the time, you know. So yeah, just say what you got to say. Yeah. And if it hurts someone's feelings, then it hurts someone's feelings. But I mean, just get it off your chest to their face. Yeah. You know. That's always it's always a good thing, you know. And every and it's it's like it's like uh, if you really. If you really love your friends, your family, everyone needs to be checked at a certain point. And sometimes it's more extreme than the others, obviously. But sometimes it's just little shit. Like, um, if you did something, uh, I'm trying to think of an example because it's hard because you don't you don't really do that to me. But if we were like in a like let's say let's say we were in a group or something and we were going somewhere and you said uh, you said something about that story about me taking a shit and you saw it and you said something about like my ass like oh his ass looks so fucking weird or something like a little bit demeaning like that i'd be like really like (laughs) i mean guys guys that was a funny ass story and i have no i don't care who he tells because that's a funny ass story but like just like stuff like that you know where it, it can be little but then someone would need to check someone and that's fine but it's because to their face Yep. Always, and that's that's what needs to be. And I feel like people have lost that. Right. Uh, because social media is a big thing. Yes. I know we're on a podcast right now, but we're sitting here together, and he can say anything he wants to me, just like I can to him. Right. Obviously, we both trust each other, though that it's always going to be within reason. Exactly. And it's going to be it's going to be for a certain reason. So. Well, you you've seen me tell people exactly what I think they need to hear. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, no bones about it. I will tell them, and I won't stutter when I say it. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, if they, if I think they need to hear it, then I will one hundred percent, even if it hurts their feelings. Yeah, I, I've told some of my friends some some shit too. I know someone, I'm not gonna say their name, but they, uh, and it has to do with the gym actually. Um, long story short, you know, when you go to the gym, it's better to be have a program. If you can't afford a coach, get a coach. Um, but if you're out there doing the same thing every day and you're not recovering and you're always hurting all the time, something's wrong. You're not supposed to be hurting all the time. Being sore and hurting are two different things. And I told him straight to his face all the time, like, hey, I'll program for you. I'll help you if you want. Yeah. But stop. you can't expect yourself to stop hurting and keep complaining about your pain if you're going to do the same thing all the fucking time. Right. It's just that's not how your body works. You know that saying, if you always do what you always did, you always get what you always got. Exactly. And, I mean, you just... There you go. <laughs> yeah, like I, and and for me personally too, like this, uh, for example, like not going into too much detail, this training program that my coach has me on now is pretty different from the ones I've had in the past. It ha- it has a lot more volume in it, which is what I'm not used to, but it's it's turned me into a different uh, athlete, you could say. Well, you're you're definitely in a different style of competition now. So yeah, you different style different, of competition, right? and, it, and it was different programming, and I, I had to do fucking uh, sled drags, which I haven't ever done in, like, ever. Uh, you know, cardio stuff. I remember the first week or two I was doing the bike, and I had to burn, you know, a certain amount of calories while sprinting, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I haven't rode a bike in forever. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I want to live big things. And he was like, no, we gotta, we got to instill this endurance because in competition, it, you are going to lift big things, but it's going to be a lot of big things. So we got to yeah. instill that endurance into you. So I was like, okay, got to do it. And I feel better than ever. Yeah, I'm still sore a lot of the times. And you look sometimes like shit, but I, you feel better than ever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, mean, I did look like shit today. You can tell a little bit about that. Well, I mean, I don't think you really look like shit. My eyes did. Yeah, I mean, that's heavy. That's heavy weight. Of course, you're going to have some hemorrhaging. Yeah. I mean, particular hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging is, you know, obviously you can see it when people get strangled to death and stuff like that. But I mean, you're lift. You're lifting 700 pounds, just about. I mean, you almost got it all the way up. I got 650 today, which was a PR, but I went for seven. I got it to like literally the top of my knees, and I was going to hitch it, and get it up. Just wasn't there today, but that's fine. I'm fatigued, and I got a week to rest for competition. So. I mean, your your face turned purple. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah. mean, of course that's gonna happen. <laughs> no, and it's it already was... clearing up. You're looking a lot better. So I mean. Oh yeah. No, that that was funny. We uh, today, you know, he came to help. You know, being the good good brother is always fucking uh, with the suit. And this time I hung from a higher thing, and we'll have to post that. Yeah, we'll we'll po- we'll post the video. But yeah. Um, uh, final training for competition and I say it was a good one it was sweet simple and uh, the suit feels a lot better I have marks all over me and I have a bruise on my bicep which I don't I think it was caused from the strap and pulling yeah. against it or something I've never had that happen yeah but yeah that shit was it was funny I, I, I actually thought I was going to pass out after the 700 try yeah you, you look like you were about to go and I, I was ready my, so. my head was ringing and fucking I needed to stop before I even got to the next exercise I had to spend like almost 10 minutes before I did anything else. So, but, yeah. <laughs> That's just part of our day he's been helping me out with. And then we so. went back out to the swamp. My, uh, my, my swamp. Yeah. yeah my nice swamp. Gorgeous as always. And yeah. I think I might have been wrong about the gators. Could have just been a but, bullfrog. Yeah, yeah. It I sounded some... like a baby gator. It well, we I, I played the I played the sound for quite a minute, and, it, you know, Nothing I happened. think something would have happened by then. Yeah, but we did hear something. Yeah, 
Yeah. It, it wasn't a gator, but it was on land. Could we, have been a boar. Could have been a uh, a bird of some type. It was a very odd noise. Yeah. But, yeah. So? It was hard to believe it was a boar, though. Let me think about it. Just well, because of the sound. I mean, I've heard I've heard squealing one time. Well, they that don't was always at night, squeal. Though. But that was at night, though. You know, if they squeal, even... they're usually running or after you or something like that. It could have been just like a, a grunt or something. Well, I was taking a shit, so I would hope he wasn't after me. <laughs> just saying. Well, that was could have been after something or something could have been after it. Or, you know, yeah, that was also, again, guys, when the pipes burst, I was outside with the uh, with one of our serious weapons. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have any weapons here. We have swords, axes, you know. We don't have any of those. Yeah, we lost, we lost them all. They're decorational. We lost them all. Decorational. Oh, all the decoration ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can hang them up on the walls. They're just good for that. Right. But uh, but yeah. hey, guys, that's the fucking show, you know. So you know what the fuck? It's the fucking show. But uh, well, we're gonna post another thing to guys about another topic you guys want to go. Um, well, we're, just, we're still drawing off the first one, so I mean, we, I'll post another cause one. Because we, we'll probably do more on House Spirits next episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, we're going to go back to the basics. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up, too. That was, that was Randall's request, and we're definitely going to do that. And I'm not going to promise anything, but there's a chance we could put out another episode tomorrow. No promising, though. No promising oh. Not promising anything. Oh, so. But we might be able to put it out tomorrow. Um, we'll let you guys know in case it does happen, so. Uh, you know who you are. Please get here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You know who you are. We want you here. Um, we'll have the mead. We'll have everything ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good, man. But yeah, if you like the content, you like what we're doing, like, share, follow. You know, keep us relevant in the algorithms. Uh, we could always use your support so you can buy off the buy some merch off the off the shop. That's amheathenproductions.com slash shop. Uh, if you need to get a hold of us, amheathenproductions at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, you do all those things. And uh, we'll be back to you again uh, next week or possibly tomorrow. <laughs> Y'all holla. Y'all holla.